Hello and welcome to Game Brain Podcast about our gaming group. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me, the one, the only, Matt Robinson. Hi, Matt. How are you? Only slightly less enthusiastic at the moment after a 13-hour game set. Well, no, not quite. No, sorry. 11 and a half hour gaming session. Yes. 9.30 at night. We have just played, we will discuss what we played. We just played a game for 11 and a half hours and I'm going to get this energy up. Yeah, no, get it. I should have actually offered you a coffee. We both should have had a coffee. But this is a rare Game Brain episode that's being recorded live in person (laughs) at 9.30 at night on a Saturday. After 11 and a half hours of gaming yeah normally we record on in the mornings on or maybe in the afternoon bushy tailed or whatever but usually on a saturday night that's not when game brain people are playing games together no that's when we go out and pretend like we have lives yeah we do other things yeah and you're you know you're a family man you got a you got a family yeah you got a family man (laughs) and (laughs) you got kids you're taking care of this is like this is like amazing but you, but we're doing this because we, like you said, we played a game. We did something that we've talked about doing for a long time. I had to book this day months in advance. Yeah. This was a, a 12 hour day. Yes. A of 12, gaming. That, that takes day. work in my world. It does. So we are going to, we're going to make up for, for past sins, i.e. talking about Turkey for 22 minutes. Oh Cause God. we're talking wall to wall games. Okay. Ooh. Because, uh, it is also January 7th when yeah. we're recording. Happy this. new year. Don't Happy even want to talk about your holiday. Let's talk about games. Hap- Happy new year though. Happy holidays. Happy new year. Happy holidays. Great but holidays are games. Games are holidays. Yeah, Am welcome I right? back everybody. Yeah. Welcome back. We've been gone for a few weeks. There's no discussion here. We're not talking about anything no. today. There's Ooh, no topic. What did you tell me about There's your no family? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about. It. I want to hear about your games you played. We're just going to talk about the games that we played yeah. for the past few weeks. That's it. Um, up to and including today's the one game, we just finished the game minutes ago. Minutes. That's the other thing. We have. I have. I have personally never recorded Game Brain off the heels of any game. Yeah. Let alone an epic epic game that is quite divisive Ooh. in our game group i mean people probably already can tell what it is Eighteen twenty-two. just kidding it was it's two not. player avalon for 11 and a half hours straight <laughs> just me and ben i was merlin every time it was really boring it was it was, it was a variant it was the two-player variant it worked out really well um, Matt, how are you doing? Like, how how was your how was your holiday? It was did, you, did you get any games in while you were traveling? Uh, no, honestly, no. I went back east. We'll, we'll, look, we're gonna do this quickly. I went back east. I was there for two weeks. My wife's family lives there. We just hung out. We chilled. It was my son's birthday. We had a lovely time. I brought a bunch of board games. I played none of them. It was great. No, you didn't get to play any of them. Uh, I played Wayfarers once solo <laughs> by myself, <laughs> and that was it. Okay, well, you know, that oh, that's happens. not true. I played one game of Summoner Wars with my brother-in-law. How did that go? It was great. Yeah. I love that game. I've never he played really that. enjoyed it. Oh, it's great. You'd love it. Okay. Wait, what is, what, can you just give me like a real quick elevator pitch on it? About it's like nerd what chess. It, nerd chess. Yeah. You get a deck of cards. Your deck of cards is your army. Each of the cards is units. You're moving them on a board. It's very fun. It's very, it's a really, it's of the, of that type of two player skirmish chessy like games with some like D and D themes. It's as good as it gets. That's great. I mean, I think that one of our takeaways after today, after our mystery game mm. is that like, there's so much fun to be had with games that just are all about generating a fun experience yeah and actually you know like you know for my holiday my holiday how was your holiday thank you i guess thank you uh it was it was wonderful and i was i spent it here in la i did not go anywhere i was here i did three things i i made a lot of food 
ate, ate a lot of food, played board games. Played and, a lot of food. Played a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ate my board games. <laughs> I was like, I got to cull down this this collection. Well, just close, just put my fingers around my nose and just like ate up. Crystal Palace, <laughs> <laughs> but you you did get a good amount of gaming. I got a lot of. Yeah. I, I it's not that I actually I did get a lot of. I got a lot of gaming in. I got I made a lot of cakes. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was a great great time. And I was, it kicked off. Um, it kicked off. We went to Tom's, and it was like a Wednesday night gaming session Ooh. at Tom's, and we played a game of Ready Set Bet. I talked about it a lot on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not going to belabor it. You love it. But like, yes, not only do I love it, but, but we were just, it was like screaming right. for an hour. And sure. just, uh, the only reason I'm bringing that up is to piggyback off what you said about Summoner Wars, about how right. sometimes games are just about creating literal fun experiences, emotional, visceral experiences where you're just yeah. having so much fun. And that, that session of Ready, Set, Bet was just like, it was, and I was the, I was the, it was the guy who was rolling the, the right. dice. So I wasn't even betting, but You're I was the horse to, jockey. I was 10 horses. Yeah. I was like the Bob Euchre yeah. of, of horse racing. If Bob Euchre called horse races, <laughs> <laughs> if he decided, Oh, I hope he's still alive by the way. Otherwise that's sort of morbid, but either way, let's just pretend. He's <laughs> let's move. Let's just talk about sea biscuits. Sea biscuits definitely alive. <laughs> sea biscuits always alive within me, you know? Um, so you didn't get to play a thing. So I, I can give you, uh, I can talk about some of the games that I played. Yeah. I've played some games since arriving. Since, oh yeah. Well, home. tell me about a game that you played. Well, the first day of gaming, I came home on a Sunday night, Monday morning. Hey Ben, let's game. Yeah. It's a national holiday. Yes. It's January 3rd. Observed. Yeah. Observed bank holiday. Let's game all let's day. There's no mail. No and mail and lots of games. You, me, and friend of the pod, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, our first game of the year for me was Wayfarers of South Tigris. Yes. The new game from Garfield Games. I I very much enjoy Garfield Games. They do um, like uh, Ar- Ar- Architects of like the West, those games, right? Yeah. So they, they always do like the you know West Kingdom, North Kingdom. This is the South Kingdom trilogy is the first one. I very much enjoyed the West Kingdom trilogy. Architects I liked, Paladins I loved, Viscounts of the West Kingdom I really loved. Um, so they've just gotten better. And I'm just going to say right now, I think I like uh, this one more than all of them. I, wow. just, I think already I think this one is awesome and I love it. Um, it's I, really interesting. I, I thought it was awesome too, actually. Like I had an amazing time playing playing it, except until the very, very end. There, was like, there were like um, one or two things at the end that uh it was like bad notes you know that hit yeah and i just was you know what it was one of those things where it's like you go to a nice restaurant and you have an amazing meal and then dessert comes and dessert is kind of meh and you know you want to end on that great note but then i it's, but you also tell yourself no this is a great restaurant maybe dessert wasn't as strong as it could have been yeah. but like everything was great i think there was something with the there was the I had a misunderstanding about some of the final scoring right, right, and right. I had a situation where on my last turn, I couldn't do anything. And for some reason, sometimes I can feel really unpleasant when yeah. you're, when you're stuck with like, there was oh, a kerfluffle really- in the teach on my end with a rule. I Very minor. You sort of built a, a lot of your strategy around thinking something scored differently than it did. Yeah. And there was something else, but yeah. like, um, 
but I, I, while I was playing it, I was having a really tremendously fun time with yeah. it. Like that was definitely not only was that that immediately become like a top ten early impression of top ten of the year because yeah. we have many more plays of all these games yeah. and many other games it's to play. It's technically 2022. Yeah. I, was, I, I got it two weeks before the end of the year. Yeah. yeah the so I was I like, this it. is definitely, this is not only a top 10, this might yeah. be a top fiver for me. It's pretty good. It's dice placement, your city building, there's tableau building. It, it, what Garfield does best, I always feel like is he play or he, I, I don't know how many people he develops with, but, um, they, they, the company of Garvel, the, the, I believe it's, it's SJ McDonald and Shem Phillips. Yeah. So Shem Phillips does most of it, but I think it's just, there's just the two of them doing most of it. Um, it feels like they play everything and then just steal. And I say steal in a nice way, in a lovely way, because we're all borrowing the things we like, takes all the best elements of the things they like, and just figure out how to put them all in one game in a real, in a way that feels totally seamless. And like, they were always meant to be that way. So there's so there's never anything that you're like, I've never seen that before, but you're like, mm-hmm. literally I'm playing and be like, Oh, we took this from this game. He took the, it's the tags from yeah. terraforming Mars. It's the way the things line up from, from this one part of tainted grail. There's all these different elements that you're just like, Oh, that's really smart. You took all these things and they all work almost better than they did in the other games, like, or at least as seamlessly. And they, it, I don't know. It, it's super fun. It's one of those games where it feels like everything you're doing, there's like an urgency behind it. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you drag your feet to be a completionist or to get to line up all your ducks in a row, right. you're going to miss out on really important opportunities because you're kind of racing up this big yeah, it's a race central, game too, which is great. Yeah. There's like this central board. That's sort of like, what's that? Um, what's that? Arc, uh, Arnak, uh, what's it called? You know, Arnak. You know, Arnak. Lost Cities of Arnak. Lost Cities of Arnak. Yeah. yeah, you know that that track where you go up, right? Isn't right, that right, sort right. of like yes, that? The, yeah, this year, like, you're, you're sort of writing your journal entries and you're, yeah. you're telling your tale. And the, the game, the game. It's like only, hopscotch. It's like right. a hopscotch board that you're going up. And, and the game only ends when one person gets to the end and they don't win, but that triggers the end of the game. And so, like, the game literally will never end if somebody doesn't do that. And so that becomes a fun thing of like, well, I don't, I want to make sure I'm close to the end so I can end it when I'm going to win, but uh, I don't want want to uh, get to I don't want to end it if I'm not going to win there's a very fun, I like that element in the game where it's you, you have no idea how long the game is going to go and it's completely up to the players yeah I, I thought it was um, it was fun because it, there are things where you say oh I really want to like I want to get this certain card in my tableau but while you spend your time getting everything ready someone's moving up that right. up that Racing hopscotch up track and you're just like oh my god I have three like, turns left and you're like oh no or not only that or they, they're getting to the thing I need before me it's, it's one right. of those games where you feel like everything is happening people are doing all the things you need to be doing and then and there's like but there's also these hoops you have to jump through and not in a, not in a, a burdensome way but it's like okay i need to get another comet so before i can get another comet yeah. i gotta build another ocean yeah you're racing in multiple you gotta, it's like arenas at the same yeah time. there's like there's like processes you have to go through yeah and i think i had i was like a little frustrated too and that sometimes it's like you are a little bit at the mercy of a card flop yeah, that's right and you, you just are. have to sort of that's part of the game yeah yeah you might think, be chasing there is set collection and you can often just whiff on for a couple rounds like well if i had one more of these i would really help and then it just doesn't come yeah, yeah so but i i thought it was great elder's really super into it right? yeah he was the one who told because i was like oh should i get that he's like oh no you need to get that immediately and yeah. i watched the video and i was like oh, okay yeah I, I should just stop questioning whether i need to get their games and just get them yeah totally keeping my eye on that one we're gonna yeah play that we'll one do some a more. full review it, we'll sure do a full review point, but it's yeah i mean it's worth looking into if you've liked their i think it's i think he's just the design is just getting stronger yeah i finally got to play woodcraft Yep. Uh, Vladimir Suhi. It's his new, new game. I'm sure we'll really, really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Really liked it quite a bit. You know, his his shtick, yeah. it works for me. I played it twice. I played it once with Trey and Dimitri. Played it yeah. once with Jordan, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, uh, it's really clever. I like how you do feel like you are. I don't know why it feels this way, but it does feel like your song dice. You're not like sitting there. Totally. You're not sitting there at the, at the table, literally pantomiming song, yeah. but it's like, Oh, I'm going to use my song. Well, you get no, the feeling I'm, you have this die and it can be, you can literally make it as many different dice as you want up to the pip cost of it. It does feel, and then you can glue them together to make two ones a two. You do feel like, and I, I always like contract fulfillment games. Like that's always, yeah. a, I really like that. I like sort of be giving a shopping list and now I got to get those things. Yeah. And this game I feel like is the ultimate contract fulfillment game like i would even say it it beats you know marco polo in terms of like Mm. the crux of the game like forget everything else what really matters is these contracts yeah like and this game is just here's your contracts go it's and it's a tough game i mean it's the classic thing where you only have a certain number of turns but you got to do combo after combo after combo and and those blueberries you are blueberries. blueberries poor. <laughs> Those blue, the blueberries you are, are a currency. Poor. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say what the general gist of the game is, but it's basically... If you thought the blueberries <laughs> at Whole Foods were expensive. <laughs> Wait till you get to Woodcraft. But Woodcraft was... Um, yeah, it was just more of Vladimir Suhi's combolicious stuff. And didn't you tell me you also, for the first time, played Messina? His I game fin- from the year before. Yeah, I finally played Messina. Mm. Um, can you compare them? I, I can. I can I can I can compare anything, yeah. sir. Um, I mean, just in terms of which one did you enjoy more? Because you played both of his games, his 2021 and his 2022 games, relatively close to each other. Yeah, I, I don't know which one I enjoyed more. Messina was more interactive Ooh. in terms of that we're all kind of moving across this this hexagonal place. Yeah, I mean, I really was I was terrible at Messina. Like, yeah. it was it's hard. The Messina is hard. It's just fun to know that you're playing a, pl- a black plague game yeah i wonder i never did any reading about when they started to develop that and if it was like pre-pandemic <laughs> it had of course obviously <laughs> nobody with the right mind would come up with that after the pandemic yeah. but um it was uh it was really hard it was much more yeah. it was more i thought it was a more difficult game yeah uh and i felt like i was you know with his game sort of if you don't if you don't do everything, you're either in the zone or you're not in the zone. Yeah. And I was not in the zone with Messina, but I, again, I think the decisions are so, so rich. I think Praga is still my favorite yeah. of these. I mean, yeah. I love I really get back to that Praga yeah. so much, but yeah, I, he's wild, man. I mean, big, these big games that come out. So, I mean, he's done a lot of big, exciting games in the last couple of years. He's been every year he's been putting out one. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it was this, it was, it feels like it, but I will say this about Messina. I do honestly think that Messina was a victim to Arc Nova. Well, a lot of games were, yeah. We're, yeah. We'll talk about another one in a second. In a too. moment, yeah. But I think Arc Nova came and it sucked all the air out of the room. Yeah, People the, were it's so the big excited. Game theory they talk about right one big thing in an industry. Even no matter how big an industry gets, almost the bigger it gets. If one big thing comes out, it has a tendency to soak up all the attention. It's like our podcast itself. Like yeah. when we came, it was just like hello. I mean, like I mean, everyone quit. <laughs> everyone, everyone quit. All the content creators in the board game space were like, you know what, hanging yeah. up our mics. But um. I do think that like playing Messina was a really good game. I yeah. really, really enjoyed it. And I feel like people have cooled off about on it a little bit in our group. Yeah. And in ju- just in general, just reading about it. And, and I think that that's because there was just so much attention on Arc Nova. And yeah. if you have a game like Arc Nova that comes out and everyone wants to play it and every game group, people want to play it. And then someone says, what about when I'm playing Messina? People yeah. be like, eh, I don't think yeah. so. What's funny is I've played Woodcraft twice now. And of the three 
big sushi, Zuhi games from the last few years, it's the, probably the least I'm like excited to play again, which doesn't mean it, it might sing for me on the third or fourth play. But like I, I'm, more, I'm more excited to play Messina or Praga mm. before I think I'd want to play Woodcraft again, although I'd happily play it again. It's just when I think of like what I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get back that to the table. It, it actually comes in third, I think, right now. I, I actually agree. I can't tell. I can't tell where it is in terms of with Messina. Yeah. Um, but I definitely put like Praga and I put, um, Pulsar ahead of it and underwater cities. I own and still haven't played. (gasps) I know. Oh my God. Um, Pulsar is phenomenal. It It was on sale for 20 bucks one day and I just grabbed it. Okay. I'm sure I'll play that eventually. Let's put that on. It is. I absolutely adore Pulsar. I think it's, isn't it, is it dice worker placement? Um, it's dice drafting, drafting, but it's a totally fascinating mechanic where it's like you're, you're finding the median in terms of which die it's a whole thing yeah but it's a whole it's all the combos etc but what's crazy is like of all his games works. I, I i still would rather probably just sit down and play underwater cities with the expansion more yeah. than anything which i just think is an incredible underwater game. cities is that's so all these games i feel like are great underwater cities is like classic yeah. i think that's i think with cool. the expansion though to me that's like yeah holy shit yeah, and I and again, Praga, it sings to my heart. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, but me it just, too. It's also just gorgeous. It's, it's easily the top five most beautiful games. I it's just very inviting. Else. It's like a yeah. very inviting game. It's warm. I like that. It, it just feels like everything you do in Praga pulls in one direction, mm-hmm. then another in, in so many ways. And so Woodcraft, when I play it, I'm like, oh, this is so clever. The decisions Ooh. are really interesting. And there's a lot of like intelligent design in there. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. It, it hasn't totally captured my imagination, but it's mm-hmm. going to stay in my collection for oh, sure. Course, yeah. You know? Um, and you said there was another game that, well, that, yeah. So we, that same day, that, uh, first new year's back day, we played Wayfarers. And then right afterwards we were like, let's play something that we never get to play that we're all dying to play. Yeah. And the game was Imperial steam, which is just absolutely amazing. It's, it's so good. Just, it's so good. It, and it's like, that led to the whole a conversation we're having of like, how is this not the best game of that year? Like, yeah. and like, Ar- like, and look, I still would probably stick with my ratings of putting Ark Nova as number one that year because that it is, that's the game of the year. Yeah. Like in, in every aspect, I think it, you know, it, it was the game we were thinking about the most talking about this, but I, w- I sit down and play Imperial steam again and I'm thinking, how is this not the game I'm going to be playing a lot more over the next 10 years than Ark Nova? Like, I just think you're, I'm just, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's a beautiful design that did that. Sadly, I think of all the games that came out that sort of got eclipsed by Ark Nova. I'm the most bummed out that this one didn't get more attention because it does feel like the heavy Euro design of the year. Yeah. I mean, it's designed by Alexander humor, I guess. H U E M E R. I'll go with that. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, look, you know, someone says, hey, I got a game about building rails in Austria with the hope to eventually get to Trieste. Yeah. And I'm like, Blockbuster, like yeah. you've just created a block. That's that's the pitch, <laughs> especially when you're pitching it to two Jews. Yeah. You say, yeah. listen, listen, the railway listen. <laughs> lines in Germany, efficiency. Come on, guys. So I'm like, this is where this is. This is this is going to be a hit. And then Ark Nova comes along. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, so I mean, and it's like you get to put four, four pangolins in a, in a, in a little <laughs> den and get some points off of it. And it gets, <laughs> I just can't believe it took all of the world's attention. There's a game about zoos and yeah. fascinating and beautiful animals versus a game about with terrible iconography. It makes brass look like burn cycle. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a game that with, with a, with a, 
25 minute long setup and and tricky rules and iconography how did that not become a hit i know but the truth is it actually is but i also think the people who are drawn to that type of game don't care they don't care no people who are ready to play imperial steam are fine with whatever the theme imperial steam is really good i believe trey did a review of it yeah and um with jennifer i think yeah and so uh it's it's honestly it's you know what it is when i play ark nova i really i've grown to really enjoy ark nova I, mean, yeah. I own it. I love it. You know, it's it's so fun. I don't care you that do it the, sucked all the milkshake out of the year. I'm it's it's great. Yeah, let it happen. I have nothing bad to say about it's it. It's like legitimately a very fun game. So fun. It's Crazy. so I fun. Still it's like, so I fun. play it right now. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, guys, have you ever heard of Ark Nova? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so fun. Yeah. But I also when I play Ark Nova, I I don't think to myself like, ooh. There's so much for me to explore ooh, here. I ooh. think like, ooh, this is really fun. I can't yeah. wait to see which direction my this path, my combos are going to go. And that's how I feel about Terraforming Mars too. Yeah. And you know, which by the way, I haven't played in ages. I love ooh. that game. And but I feel like with Imperial Steam, there's like legitimately like all these things, levers still that we could be pulling. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and we, it's like you want to dive back in and see all the things we could be doing with it. Yeah. It feels the closest to me to like a barrage design since barrage of like, yeah. like, Oh no, this is, this is a game that we'll be playing competitively for a long time. Like, you know, if, if people get enough reps in, you know, like you, even we've, I've only played it twice, but like, it's one of those games that has openings and yeah. it has, you know, it has things that afterwards you can talk about and be like, I wonder if this is even a possible strategy. And, and, mm, and, and you know, I think yes. there's, it could actually be really discussed in a deep way, the same way you can discuss Agricola or Barrage in terms of like really a game that can sustain a couple hundred plays and still have a lot of strategic depth to explore. I 100% agree with that. And there's actually so much randomization in the setup that really affects the whole thing when yeah. we played. Oh, totally. Yeah, when we played Jordan, and we, we did the a, a fully random setup, which is you know, and it, it's random. sort of the advanced variant. Like, it's not the one that they have designed for you. It's yeah. you're going random, and it. I mean, it is a wild get. It is a wild ride. It is wild. <laughs> I fell on my face, but you know, it's interesting. Like the, but you also you really explored the space. I mean, you, I did. You, I zagged. You, yeah, you did something that you know looked, at, looked dodgy from the jump <laughs> and like and we were all just like this is cool i want to see if this works i was someone's crazy uncle who said hey guys you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. build a railroad yeah and we're in all Austria. doing the things that give you points and, and i was like no no i'm not gonna do that no i um i was all i was literally i zagged i literally made eliza with the z z across yeah. the board and then uh but but the thing was this it was I I got all up in Jordan's business and then I zagged the other way and then when I went the other direction Jordan had basically free reign over all these super powerful bonuses mm-hmm. and he just used it and he just he went berserk he was uh, he was uh, he just it was insane how well he did. Yeah. And, uh, and so was like, he beat all of us by three or 400 points. Yeah. yeah. But also made me wonder, Bucks. like, if I had been thinking, maybe if I played it a lot, if I'd been competitive, I would say, oh, yeah. oh it's so dangerous to leave Jordan with all those bonuses. Right. Of course. I've got to be competitive with him there. And that's why it feels like the game has, like, so much more to offer. Yeah. Um, and has, that's... It has an absurdly long setup, which which I still yeah. think is a detriment. But... It'll, be, it'll get it's fa- not that fast. It'll not get that faster. Bad. But that is to me the only negative. It's it's a big uh, teach. A second negative. There's another one. Go ahead. The iconography is 
horrific. It sucks, yeah. And, and, and even I, after having played two games, I'm still going, wait, wh- which one is the action where I get to build rails? Oh, it's yeah. Like, like, and you never do that. I you know. You never do I that. I know. The whole game, I kept going like, I know what I want to do. Just tell me which. where do I put my hand again to do that action? I, they, they all look the same to me. Yeah. But it was it was so good that was that the game that made us say we gotta like make a ten, like a ten by ten. I I had I had started mine already the night before because I had had this idea because I so I had fine I finally my New Year's resolution which I don't really believe is a thing and I don't care about New Year's resolutions but I I I decided that I'm gonna start this year to track all of my board game stats. Yeah. So there is a lovely app called BG Stats. Yep. Um, it's not free. It's like two bucks. And then there's like another, they, they find these there little are... micro transactions in there where it becomes like six bucks real quick. And then, then you're done forever. But like, yeah, it's not really too. But everything like, is like a little dollar here, yeah. a dollar there. But, that, but you know, after like six bucks, you're all in, but whatever, you don't have to. It's just, it, it so this is a way of tracking everything. Yeah. Who you play with, the scores you get, the games you play, which is quite helpful if you have a board game podcast and you're like us right now sitting down and you don't have to like use a lot of brain space to remember what the hell happened in all the games you've played recently. Yeah. Um, so I'm tracking all them. And then they have this thing on there for an extra dollar where we'll open up te- challenges for you. Challenges. And one of the challenges is a 10 by 10 and it'll track all your games and give you a lovely thing. And that led to a long conversation between me, you and Jordan of what we should all do this and what should our games be in our 10 by 10. Yes. Um, I, by the way, I was resistant to this at first because I think there's a part of me that did not, has not ever wanted to have like a, uh, tracker of my gameplay. Yeah. I felt like that's actually almost too competitive. It made me feel like if I'm tracking all the games I play and which ones who wins and who doesn't win, mm. I feel like that's like going too far. That's like funny. just like have like play your game, like play the game, and when the game is over, like that aspect of like, it never even occurred to me. Like that, like that's. But that was my perspective, right? No, that's interesting. and that's why yeah. I was always like, that's too much. That's like taking because I don't want to ever come into these games with a thing of like, oh, I've lost three times to Elder, mm-hmm. so now I'm gonna go at that's Elder funny. or something like that. And I was like, that's like too much. But then the way you guys were pitching it was more like do it it'll be fun it's just nice to see it's what fun. happened it's and fun. remember it's I, for me it was like i didn't even think about like like i'm i you know i'm sure i'll, I'll my lose percentage will look bad on it I, that never even occurred to me yeah. like yes it is tracking that but i like it's more just like oh yeah like oh, last time we played how did i do oh that's interesting okay so you know i don't know that, that, it's like tracking calories exactly except like uh in ways that does not impact your body whatsoever or your mental state uh but yeah no now i'm like super i'm super obsessed with it now you can link it to your bgg account so that it will track all your plays there it links your entire collection from bgg it just does it all it's very nice i don't work for them i'm not trying to sell it but i as somebody who enjoys this hobby a lot and also likes stats and also likes uh, to keep things organized in my head, it has been a really fun thing. And I wait. I kept being like, "Ugh, I've been in the hobby for twelve years. It's too late to start tracking my plays now." And then all right. of a sudden, I was like, "Well, you yes. got to start some point." And so, yeah. like, I'll just start January second of this year, and now, now I'll start tracking them. It also integrates with BGA, so like, I imported all mm. every game oh. I've ever played on BGA in there. That's good, uh, which is kind of fun too. I can see all my Grecola scores, which is cool. I should tell my friend Stacy. My friend Stacy has played, I think, like several thousand games yeah. of six nymphs on bga oh, at this point no, she's like she a could, six nymphs she could bring them all into here and see all of her stats it'll, yeah. it'll actually even shows every person you've ever played against on oh, there wow too. you can see like how often you beat the same person There's, it's cool um wait so i feel like we should share our 10 by 10 but do we do it now we or do we do, let's do it now it's let's organic it. okay right wait so tell me because there's still other games to talk about i don't want yeah. anyone to think no that, we'll, we'll make this brief we'll just go over our 10 by 10s and, and we have a couple that are the same 
Yes. Um, you do yours because I'm pulling mine up. All right. So first off, this is my 10 by 10 for the year. My thinking was to pick games that I'm not automatically going to play. I'm e- I'm going to play 10 games of Agricola by February. Yes. So I, In fact, I made you, you take told it me off. To take, all right. I had a Agricola on there. Like, you were cheating, sir, because yeah, you were going to do that. I'm going to do that. going to do that. Without any work, right? And I, yeah. t- and I took off any fillers, anything that's easy to complete. Uh, I wanted to inspire you to... These are games that I really want to play 10 times because I think I want to play them more and they, yeah. they deserve more. Um, so I put first 1822, which mm-hmm. I'm also including uh, 22MX in there. Any 22 game or PNW, yes. whatever. CA. I've got I've got updates about both those games, which I'll mention in a bit. So uh, 22 is on there. Barrage is on there. Still one of my favorites. Classic. Maybe maybe a little too easy because it is on BGA and I can play it. But I love it. I want to keep. I just I want to make sure I play it 10 times this year. Brass Birmingham, a game that kind of got waylaid so a little bit in the last few years. I feel like I've maybe only played it once or twice in the last couple of years. That's a bummer to me. I want to be playing that more often. I've been I've been yearning to play that either brass Let's go. lately. Let's go. Yeah. Food Chain Magnet. Yep. Boom. Yep. I have yet to play the expansion. I'm pissed off about that. I'm oh. going to play it 10 times. Wait a second. I thought Food Chain Magnet was on me. On mine. Mm. Mine's not on. It's not. I've got to. Well, and here's the weird thing. We both were like, shouldn't horse's carriage be on here? And then we both went. We're going to play that We're 10 gonna times, play no matter what. That's coming, by the way, in like two weeks, which is wild. Wild. I cannot. I honestly can't believe that we're actually going to be getting the new spotter in two weeks. Uh, Hands of Teutonica, big box. It's just that's also maybe a little easy to. But it's just like I just want to make sure I'm playing it more. I love it yep. so much. Yep. Imperial Steam. Mm-hmm. You also put Imperial Steam on there. I did. Jordan also put Imperial Steam on his. We made a we made a blood pact. And then another Imperial game, Imperial Struggle. I put one two player okay. game on here. It's my favorite two player game. I adore it. I want to play it more. And when Jordan said, I'll play that with you, I went, that goes on the list. Wow. Next is On Mars. I had Weather Machine on here. Yes. And then I was like, I'm going to play Weather Machine 10 times this year. I just know I am. I'm really wanting to, but I want to make sure I play On Mars 10 times this year. Yeah. So I put On Mars in there. Next is Teletum. I wanted a medium weight Euro on there. I wanted one that I don't want to do this thing where I go, I love that game and then don't play it for two years. I want to make sure I play one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of 22 a lot. I want to say something about Teletum. Every time Teletum gets mentioned, I feel a, like I feel a little thing in my heart that's like that little surge where I'm like, oh my god, I want to play that in a way that I don't feel with woodwork with, with woodcraft. You know, right? Just saying that's a testament to as a testament to Teletum, and also to show like as as cool as woodcraft is, it's no Teletum, even though they're totally different games, totally different. But you know, Tele- I feel yeah, I feel like Teletum's a classic. Honestly, it's too early to say that, but I feel like it could. It, it's great. And last. Should we just save it? It's the game we played today. That will, We're going to save it. We're teasing okay. it out in a really obnoxious... Oh, it says game already added? Sorry. I'm trying to adjust my thing. Okay. Here is mine, which I now have reduced down to nine by accident because I was trying to add Food Chain Magnet, but it says it won't allow me Ooh. to. Okay. Food Chain Magnet will be on here by the time I'm done with this podcast and I adjust this app. I just took off uh, Pipeline. Pipeline was on there because it, that's a game I want to explore more. I love Pipeline. But if I'm going to drop something and right you now, you did not play it yesterday. I, I heard it was played at Tom's game. Tom at, at, at Tom's game night. Uh, Tom and Jordan and uh, it was uh, it was oh Jake and Jake's friend Josh played it. And I think that Jake came in second place with Pipeline. So good for Jake. Okay, so pipeline is like a maybe on this. I'm not sure. I got to work on this. I put 1817 as my 18xx of choice. Yeah, that I want to do a deep dive That's on. Ambitious. Yeah, but it's just as ambitious as 1822. Just, or well, actually, I'd say it's just as ambitious as 
the game that we have not <laughs> like, mentioned. Yeah. Everyone will be really upset if they find out the game that we just played. It's Pictomania. <laughs> <laughs> um, similarly, Forbidden Stars. I absolutely love this game. I'm glad you put game. it on there because I want to play it. I it is play such it, an Especially after the game. game we just played. I want to play it right now. <laughs> so after, I love that game. Believe it or not, I love I like Forbidden Stars more than the game we Woo! just played. Yep. Imperial Steam, Blood Pact. We made the Blood Pact. We got to yep. get 10 plays. We're going to explore it. Yep. Here's a weird one. Leaving Earth. Yeah, I've never Earth. played it. It's, I don't even uh, really know anything about it. I, I've played it twice. Uh, one time I played it with Paul on TTS. And it was, it's like, it's such a, a mathy, um, a mathy, serious game in some ways. But I think if you approach it with just like silliness, it's really funny. Yeah. Because you spend a lot of this time doing these serious calculations about like, I'm going to send a spaceship up to, up to, up to the moon and da, 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 da. you do all this work. And like, okay, are we ready? We're going to send it up to them. You spend like, three rounds four rounds propping it you send it up into the space and it explodes and everyone in it dies and it's like it's just hilarious it's not hilarious that people die it's hilarious that you do all this work and it's like no it exploded because that's just like you rushed your science you know it's surprisingly fun i would love to try you'll have to um you know i'm a champion of this following game uh magnate the first city i love it i think it's really fun i'm down to play it again i played it once i enjoyed it yeah it was, my mind wasn't blown but it was also a first play i think there's a lot of there's a lot of i think there's there's layers there that are that can be that can be found on mars i really enjoy on mars i feel Ugh, like there's a it's the best it's so good it's, it's so good i know i know you're not a big weather machine guy but i i know i, said I, I, I may like weather machine more I, but here's what i'll say i definitely can't say one is definitely better than the other yet. I, and and that's saying a lot because I love On Mars. Yeah. I'll, I played I'll Weather give, Machine and I'm like. I'll give Weather Machine uh, another shot. I think this might be as good as On Mars. Yeah. Um, here's one. Here's a little, a, a strange one, but I really enjoyed it. And we had so much fun playing it for like a brief window of time. And then we just stopped. Yeah. Railroad Revolution, Railroad Evolution. I've only played it once with you at that convention, which I feel like was the first time we ever played together. Was yeah, it? yeah. We, so it's the it's the expansion for Railroad Revolution. It's almost like called the reboot. Evolution. Yeah. It is the reboot. It is such they a completely good redid the game. Yeah, but same it, system, but almost like here, just new cards, new board, just fixed. Yeah, I hate to say fixed, but I think it that kind of was. Of it was yeah. just was they just kind of they. I really enjoyed the original, even yeah. if it had some balance issues with some of the things. It's a what's your game, right? It's a what's your game. Yeah, it was the last one. And it was, <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Well, Madeira is sort of on its way back. That's what they say. We'll see. Um, but Railroad Revolution's great. But also, that's not a new game. But yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one that I that I feel so good about this next one. Mm. Like, this one is oh, so... Tragedy Looper. Never played it. Tragedy Looper. Is Tom a, loves that game. It's a one-of-a-kind game. It is a, it's an excellent game. It has some production issues. I wish it could get like Isn't a that like anime art. It's like an anime game. I'm not into anime. I'm always down when a board game does it though, just because they're so rare. Yeah, but like it's, uh, what, Argent the Consortium. I always mm-hmm. like that. That's got like crazy anime art. Yeah, the the issue is more just like there's like some um, writing that's like hard to read. There's like some. It just it could just use a little a little something just to make some of the usability better. Right. It is such a. Um, there's just no game like it. There's just no game like it. It is yeah. deduction, hidden movement. Crazy. It's absolutely, it is a trip. And um, I can't wait to play it with you. You'll, yeah. I think you will love what is it. it. What's the play count? Um, player count. I mean. It's uh, it four, four uh, yeah, two to four players. Okay. All right. You could probably, 
you could probably go a little bit bigger than that because okay. like the three players it's like it's like a one versus three you yeah. know and so you could probably add someone to like the, okay. the 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 protagonists well here's the good thing about your 10 by 10 i'm excited to play all the games on your 10 by 10 yeah and there was also another game on oh, there shit. that was only nine well the game that the other game that was on there was the right. one that we have that's on both of ours that we have talked about um there's like one person listening who's maybe confused. Everybody else is like, we all know what you're talking about, you idiots. Just say. Why are we doing this? There's one this? person who's like, I wonder what it is. Why are we teasing? I don't. <laughs> no, and like, but now we've sense. got we've come this far that I don't want to stop no, teasing it. Because it'd be weird to be like, okay, this is the game. Like, we should have just said it at the top. There's zero reason to, other than now we're pot committed. We are now committed. So I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just going to go through this. But before we get to that game, uh, I do want to talk about some other gameplays I had. First of all, I've, I finally got to play Hamburg last night, yeah. which is the reboot of Bruges. Of Bruges by Steffenfeld. Yes. I loved Bruges. It was not a hit in our group, so it got sold. Yeah. But I was so glad that you got Hamburg because I was like, that game was great. I really liked Bruges. I didn't love Bruges, but I really liked it. And then are there differences or is it just? There, there are some differences. Uh, in the original Bruges, um, there's a lot of card play and the, and the color of the card that you play matters. And the original Bruges, you're just, as they say, top decking, as they say, right? You're just pulling cards and you're hoping you get the right color. But in Hamburg, you actually can choose which color that you just choose from a deck. And that like just giving a little bit of control, it like opens the entire game up, but it doesn't make it any easier. Right. And um, I think it Bruce to remember it. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's a punishing game, but uh, the colors are hugely important to matching them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The iconography is definitely um, it's annoying in Hamburg, and they replaced some of the art in the original one. You were mm-hmm. building buildings and then putting people in the buildings, and the people that you put in the buildings had all this art of like just people. It's like, right. hey, there's a a princess or there's um, right, an acrobat, right, right. and now it's replaced with sort of generic generic art, which is mm-hmm. fine. It's not quite as charismatic, but I have to say, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Hamburg. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, we don't play enough Steffenfeld in our group. We have, we're sort of like out of the Steffenfeld loop, you yeah, know? We are. I, I mean, really, I still play a lot of Castle of Burgundy because I just adore that game, but it's, it's a not a heavy game. Yeah. Well, Castle of Burgundy is, it's just, it's, it's just a, a classic. Pleasure. It's just a pleasure. The, uh, the last game, uh, no, there's two. <sighs> Three games I want to mention. I'll go through them quickly. I don't. I don't want to belabor yeah, I'll, this. I'll quickly talk about the one very one, the game I'm very excited about. Why don't you talk about that? I just oh. talked about the game. You talk. I don't, Matt. I okay. want you to have the floor. Well, if you know me, you know I'm a big Chip Theory game guy, which is not a company that you uh, own any games. I don't of. know and about I the Chip own Theory. Everything from Chip Theory games. Yeah. So um, I've been. Uh, is there a Dale Theory? No, just Chip, not okay. Dale. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. Uh, so. I, uh, I got Burn Cycle back to the solo table since I've gotten back and I've been really enjoying that. I think Burn Cycle is fantastic. Um, and I really would like to play that with you. I know we, we're not like big co-op people. I just I'll want do you it. to experience it. No, I'll I do it. I, I actually feel like I would have a really fun time doing co-op with you. Yeah, you, me, and Paul maybe is like a great group for just doing like... He loved Burn Cycle. And yeah. I, yeah it's, it's really... It's very fun. It's just like a bank heist game with your friends. Love that. Um, with robots. Uh, but Isn't that how it always is? They Ship Theory th- Games has made their first solo only game. It's a big box solo. Like it's wow. a box the size of like Gloomhaven, and it is designed for one player. Wow! And it is called Hoplomachus Victorum. Okay. Uh, the th- this is a, a a a game they've had for a long time called Hoplomachus that they've had many iterations of that had a solo uh, version of it or a solo mode in it, but was mostly like a two player game or like a two v two, and it's basically. 
uh, Roman Colosseum, Spartacus fighting, you know, in a call. It's gladiator. Yeah. It's gladiator, the board game. Right. Yeah. But they've made a game that is a giant box that is just for one person. And I love that. And I love because they, they always are famous for their solo modes. And mm-hmm. they're like my favorite solo mode company. So here's their first game where they're like the solo mode only is, the, solo. is the only mode. So, um, so that I think I'll be getting the next couple of weeks. I'm super excited to that. I spent a lot of time reading the rules, getting very excited. Uh-huh. Um, and that's a game I'll play with nobody but myself. But I, um, I just love their game so much. I just like love their company. I love the people that work there and their whole ethos. And I just think they're all great people and I love supporting them and their games bring me so much joy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the main thing that's been on my brain lately is that. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to set up a, uh, a sesh for burn cycle. Yeah. For burn, a burn oh, cycle so sesh. Good. So fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. You know, the thing is that you're always so excited about games that like a lot of times I feel like every time the two of us, we just kind of like, you know, I feel like we just get ourselves into a tizzy and I'm not saying that that's not with other people too. Cause it is a hundred percent with other people too. I'm just saying that sometimes when the two of us start yapping like this, yeah. I feel like I'm always like, I'll do that and I'll do that. <laughs> and I'll do that. Sure. Mister, whatever you need, you know, <laughs> just like crazy. We just, it happens with me and Candace all the time yeah. too. Candace and I do it like crazy. Um, so it just, it's we're enthusiastic. We're just excited. We're yeah. excited people, but uh, I'll, I'll give that a shot. Um, a game that I, one game that I'm really excited that I got to the table and it Ooh. continues to be at the table because it has been a multi session affair. Oh it started, um, I think it started, I think after Christmas, like maybe the 27th mm-hmm. and then, uh, it's been going on and it's going to happen again tomorrow. Started playing 1822 MX. Ooh. You just mentioned it playing it with my friends, Matt, Judy and Daria. There's nothing more exciting than 22 MX. It's so good. It's beautiful, by the way. I love the the presentation. Uh, All aboard games, I believe, yeah. is put it out, and That's it has beautiful. lots of kind of like teals or like not teal yeah. or like no, teal it's, adjacent. It's, it's genuinely one of the most beautiful. Asian it has devices. yeah, it has like a light yeah feeling to it's it, like a Baja in the seventies vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've been playing it, and it is it's just so fun and, so, and, and it feels different enough from the other like oh that's what's so great about the 22 systems they all like it's not like oh which one is the best should you buy nah you're gonna buy them all if you like this yeah. system because they're all really smartly designed and different enough yeah it's almost it's, like its own 18xx genre i mean it is i guess we had a wonderful day uh where a bunch of like a bunch of our friends came over and the four of us were playing this game my boyfriend and then my friend Matt's boyfriend were on the sofa watching like uh like a Southeast Asian version of America's Next Top Model. Oh, okay. Sure. As you want to do. <laughs> as we want to do. We we're playing the game. We kept on taking breaks because we also decided to make uh, like a three-layer cake. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those days. It's like that's actually like the the most ideal way that you can play an H and XX game. Yeah. You're playing down, it like, like as if you're like at a cabin in the woods for the week. That's exactly how it felt. Yeah, it was it was just like like two people who were not into gaming. Yeah. We're watching some TV. Can you imagine how great we, it would be to just be in a cabin in the woods playing H and XX for a weekend. Don't get, don't get me, me started. started. <laughs> don't even get me started. No, but but it was it made me realize why I just love this hobby because there's something about. Hey guys, let's take a break because uh, it's time to frost the cake, and we right. all get up and we all frost, and we're all trying the that frosting. Does, that does sound like a magic. And then day. and then we go back and we do it, and it was just yeah. so fun. And then uh, it was great. And I th- I told them like let's just play until you know until you don't want until we don't want and, yeah. and then you know and everyone was like 
let's save the game. And so we like moved the game to a side and it was table. Behind us while we, we put, played the mystery game today. Yeah. And then we put all our stuff into like little baggies Ooh. and we've been playing it. And it's also a great reminder that as fun as it is to play games on 18xx.games, and currently I'm playing a game of 18 mag, which is wild yeah. and bizarre. Um, playing 18xx in person is, is actually it's, very there's magical. Better. There's nothing better. Yeah. Um, the only okay. I'm just going to mention one more game. Go ahead. I'll, the other ones I'll mention on the next, other podcast. I don't sure. have to mention them all right here. Played a game of Lords of Vegas. Ooh, a Lord, game I've never played. It that is like a gateway game. People would say I learned about it from tabletop. Remember that game? That show? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton and yeah, everything. Yeah. And it's this Vegas game. Played it with Jordan, David, and Paul. Okay. And God, that game is so fun. Yeah, people love that game. It is just like it's that's again another one of those games. You're rolling dice. Things go. Things go. Things are are great. Things go wrong. It was wonderful. We had just so much fun. Just like lots of laughter. Again, just a reminder that you know we have to we have to remember these to incorporate more of these games that are just yeah. like vehicles for 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 comedy. Yeah, and laughter. Yeah, etc. You know, speaking of, speaking of, should we get into Frosthaven? <laughs> <laughs> nice it's misdirect. Not, it's not Frosthaven. All right. Well, but it could be. People would be like, oh, wait, I think it was. The cat is out of the bag. And when I say it's out of the bag, the bag was a Ziploc bag that and was see through. <laughs> is the Hakan <laughs> Lions of Space. Matt Oop. just played. Oh, sorry. Just the whole well, desk. The, desk just is, the, whole the brakes desk. are not on the desk. It's yeah. on the casters. <laughs> so the, the desk just went Real. flying. <laughs> Matt played his first game of Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. With? Or Twilight Imperium ever. Yeah. With? With? Prophecy. Uh, oh, I thought we were going to do the thing where we do the words Prophecy. back. Prophecy. Uh, <laughs> Prophecy of the Kings. Yeah, I have never played Twilight Imperium before. We played a six-player full game with the whole expansion thrown in. My first game ever thrown into the deep end. Totally fine by me. Yeah. I had learned the rules. I was ready to go. I said, I'm fine playing base. I'm fine playing expansion. Let's play expansion. Origin story of this. It was mentioned before on the podcast, yep. but I... I, I I I want to like go back to this origin story because yeah. I feel so proud about this, which was back in the heady year of 2022. Ugh, so long ago. So long ago. It was Thanksgiving. I saw it's Prophe- Black Friday. <laughs> it was Black Friday. I saw Prophecy of the King was on sale for $35 or something yeah. ridiculous. And it's like a $100 game. Expansion. Uh, yeah. It's a $100 expansion. I definitely paid $120 for it. Yeah. It was crazy. For an expansion. 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 It's not even expansion. splatter. It's not even splatter. Expansion. Uh, I told Matt, I was like, listen, you should get this, get the expansion and we'll figure out the rest later. <laughs> and then I, I think I wrote back to you. I just bought an expansion for a game. I don't own. <laughs> and then you found me uh, a deal on the base game. And then I was like, now I own both. And then I went to Etsy and bought, <laughs> then you bought all the like, things and then you did. And then you gave me the, you gave the curse back to me. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to get some of this get stuff an too. Insert, get a thing, get a I'm going to get the insert. And so then I bought mine. I bought mine like a day after you. Yeah. But mine is still stuck in still Lithuania. Stuck, yeah. <laughs> it's literally in Lithuania at a port. Yeah. It's been there for a, like a, a month. Hot minute. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm happy for it. I'm happy for its journey. It's yeah. doing like, it's doing board. It's doing Etsy White Lotus right now. But it's I at think, a resort. I think <laughs> both being financially committed to a game made is going to make us like I, like I bought the game without having played it and bought the expansion and then bought like a couple things off Etsy. And it was because 
I know I'm going to enjoy this experience. I, 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 I read the like book. I know I'm going to like it. it. And it's it was like when I spent like three years playing D&D. It was like, I just, ha- this is like, a, I have to check this off my list of things that I'm going to do as a gamer. Like, you yeah. know, this is my main hobby. This is what I do for fun. Like, how am I not going to dive all the way in on Twilight Imperium? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, one thing that I, oh, I'm really excited to do and something I definitely want to do is do like a full on game brain session at Twilight Imperium. Yeah. You know, we've talked about it. Tom and I have talked about it. With, right. So we, with we, all, cause the thing is, our, we've talked about Twilight Imperium many times on the podcast. There's been a lot of sort of like joking back and forth, yeah. but you know, like not in terms of the people who are really into the game. It's like me and Candace, hopefully now you. Yeah. Paul's but, down. Yeah. Paul, right. Paul, so today, I don't think has Paul played? Yeah. Uh, I Maybe. Thought, I thought you said you guys played like a online, a, a TTS game or something. Uh, I don't know if Didn't I played it with Paul, but either oh, okay. way, either way, the whole thing is that like you and I, you and I are the only game brainers who played today. We had four yes. non game brainers. Yes. Yeah. And I just was going to say that I'm looking forward to doing a game brain session where it's, you know, but, but I, what I wanted to do for today, since I knew you'd never played it before, I wanted to set up a session with people who are all like super enthusiasts. Yeah. And it's not to like load. Yeah, it wasn't to like load the deck against and like make you come mm. over to my side. It was because it was like if it's your first time playing. I only want to play games with people who are excited to play the game we're playing. Like, yeah. I, in fact, if we never played a game brain Twilight, that would be fine. If because it would just mean there aren't enough people who are excited to play it, and that's fine. People yeah. should play what they're excited to play. I I, I don't want to force anyone. I don't to even play want. I don't even want to ask anybody it. twice. <laughs> let alone yeah. force i like i want them to come to me if they're excited if you're not there's plenty of people who are excited you don't have to be excited either way i wanted for your first session yeah. to be full of people who oh, was who knew the game you picked the best and people. also were like we're excited about it and um so it was you have great friends i will say thank you they're lovely people thank you one very much all. one and all well uh except was, for that one guy <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, I can imagine. Like, just the truth just comes out. It, just it like, wasn't a big thing. No, they were all genuinely like it was a one. The vibes were the vibe was right on point. And and I think one thing that we took away with from tonight is that when you play Twilight Imperium, the vibe has to be right. Like, yeah. you, that's that's the thing. You cannot if you do not have the right vibe. Yeah, it's it's not going to. work. You have to have everyone. You want to have people who are like who are into the game. Right. And because it is, it is as much a game as it is an experience. Yeah. And, and, and when a game, often when we use the word experience, that means randomness and that means chaos. And that mm-hmm. means if you're not down for that, if you're not down for the, the, the chance that your 12 hour game will not go exactly as you wanted to because of some card draws or some <laughs> dice rolls, yeah. then it's not the game for you. Yeah. And, and there, and, and there are plenty of people who would just go not worth it. Yep. So we played, it was the two of us, we played with uh, my friend Jenny, mm-hmm. who actually listens to the podcast. That was such a nice Hi, surprise. Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Um, also, Jake, who we know through Candace. Not not Jake. Not not Jake, Jake. Um, also, we played with Jordan, friend of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Jordan's getting a lot of these plays. <laughs> Jordan's like two <laughs> inches away from being on the podcast. <laughs> we got uh, Nick, Nick, who is also a friend of the podcast. Yeah. That was it, right? That was our that was our full six, right? Yes, and me. Yes, and yeah. Me. yeah, and um, and and so we played. So uh, we played for eleven and a half hours. 
We started at 10. There was a slow soldiering was, setup of putting all the yeah, pieces. That took an hour. That was my fault. Half. Probably I, took an hour to an hour and a half of just before we actually started playing. It was, yeah, it, it was, it was, and it took we, an hour. We broke for lunch. We, you know, yeah. we sat around for 30 minutes. We had a little wine. We, so I, I'd say actual play time was probably nine. Just only like nine, nine or 10, 10 hours. 10 hours. Like it's yeah. pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. No, but. And um, we did not, we played slowly and banteringly and you know there was no nobody felt any pressure yeah and i will say actually that i do think the etsy organizer is it feels like an extravagance but also it feels actually like a it will be very useful because there were just a lot yeah, of things we had to sort today, yeah. we a lot of things had to be sorted through mm-hmm. i just didn't have it as organized as, yeah. i didn't have time last night yeah to organize it the way i would have liked to have so we could just like hit the ground running but um it was but so what did you think about the game how did you feel about it what were your impressions yeah look it it i had a really good time I, today was i i still feel like it took me a whole 10 hour play to sort of get it and mm. now i'm excited to sit down and actually play it i you know like i had there's always a huge gulf between reading a rule book watching videos and actually playing it and seeing the flow of it and what your turn looks like and what a whole round is and mm-hmm. you know i had intellectualized it all but actually experiencing it was like you know um it's a simple game like it, it genuinely is not a heavy game by any means but there is a lot of uh there's a lot of text to, you know, you have a, you have, you have like a tech tree that is a straight up deck of cards. Yeah. That and like, yeah. Yeah. And that, and that in and of itself, I was like, I'm not going to get too sucked into that. Like, cause so I'm just going to, I'm going to pick one or two things and keep upgrading those and sort yeah. of focus on that. Um, you know, we, we don't play games like this very often. No, we are, we do not play games that have, and this, this had, uh, a, a, a good amount of of chaos in it. Uh, a lot. Oh, it's, yeah, a man, it was like, like, one, like to the point where a game was lost for a player off of a die roll, off of a single die roll. And yet the the thing, in a ten hour game, in a and the thing that we're gonna remember from this night was that was that moment exactly because it was it was that moment was so big. So basically, right. you have Jake. Jake has uh, who's very experienced with the game, mm-hmm. and Jake has moved all like a lot of plastic, a lot of spaceships and yeah, spaceports and army, infantry. Basically. It was just it moved it all into Mechatol Rex, which is right. the center of this sprawling just the New York City. <laughs> the New York City of the universe. Everything that's going on in Mechatol is right. happening here. So um sorry. It's everyone. the center of the universe. It's the hub. <laughs> it's the hub. Right. And you get and points for parking on control. It. Yeah. So and he was parked on it and he was hardcore parked on it he had a million pieces of plastic and because matt had brought these he brought matt brought these little platforms little yeah. little plexi platforms, floaters little floaters you could so your your ships could actually be above the board and your troops could actually be on the board. yeah so he had troops on the board and then a platform over the troops with spaceships on it and then another platform over it on which we actually put a lamp. Put a lamp on top of that. <laughs> so it looked like the sun spreading out over the whole galaxy. It was a mini lamp, but it, was, it had a functional purpose, which was that it actually shed light on the yeah. board. But uh, it was also very dramatic. And yeah. it was the fact that he had this skyscraper <laughs> of light right. in the middle of the board. It was very dramatic. And, his, and, and, and so uh, he, there's a phase in the game it's a politics the phase. phase, yeah. The agenda phase, where you're passing laws or directives, right? Yeah, and, and we're voting, like like it is, like you know, Congress or something, and the laws are put up, and we all take turns and we vote and we pass directives or laws. Yeah, 
And this particular law was uh, if this vote goes, uh, Jordan has to roll a die. Or, Jake, uh, sorry, Jake, Jake has, has to roll Jake a die. The speaker of our Congress. Right. It's a D10. Uh, on a one to five, everything in Mercantile Rex disappears. Everything it explodes. The, 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 the skyscraper of right. light that he has built. Right literally evaporates right. every then- <laughs> single piece that exists on Mark Rex it, it goes up in flames but on a 5 through 10 everybody gets two technologies which basically think of that as like, like a dream a ma- like it would take you two entire rounds in a 10 hour game where you're only playing six rounds to get that many techs and all of a sudden you're going to get so it was like a huge boon and only one person gets to dest- like their game is destroyed yeah and so uh, Nick was Nick. Nick was Nick has a little element of chaos. And by the way, it was great having Nick there because Nick actually did um, a very popular um, YouTube video with Shay Avrado about right. how to play Twilight Imperium. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Shay's video, but Nick was was like it's sort of like a supporting player right. on this video. Right. So he was able to answer like almost every question, yeah, which no, he was knew really he wonderful. Knew that, which was great. Uh, he also wound up winning the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a four four, he did a phenomenal round. job playing. Yep. But uh, anyway, so uh, there was this vote, and it it just came down to you, Matt. And and basically, I could have decided it either way. And I I was against it because uh, Jake was my ally, and I I felt that if he were eliminated from the center of the universe, we would have a power vacuum. Because you know what, I'm a student of history, yeah, and I know the way power structures work, yeah, in both on both Earth and the universe, yeah. So I said, you know what, people, at least I said this in my mind. People, there will be a power vacuum. I do not support this. Right. And I came to you and you were like, you know what? I don't support this because I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I just straight up said, I don't like this card in the game. It's not I, nice. I think it's a, a crappy card. I think he was about to win the game and all of a sudden the card came out and now he has a 50% chance of being just literally knocked out of the game. You said it's not fair. It's, it's not, not right. Fair. And I, that's how I'm using my votes this way. Even and, and someone said, "Well, you know, you should vote. You should be you should be for it because he's an opponent." And you said, "No, but I care about his experience." Right. And then I then I sat for a second and I said, "I'm not playing Imperial Steam right now. Nope. I'm playing Twilight, Twilight. Imperium. <laughs> and Twilight Imperium is all about people rolling dice to lose the game after ten hours." And I said, "I put all. I I had twenty four votes. My whole." My whole civilization was about having votes and being able to rule the politics. And I went all in. I said, said, you're rolling that die no matter what happens. (laughs) I'm putting all my votes forward. And I'm I'm going to let, I want to see Twilight. I'm cranking Twilight Imperium up to 11. He said, we're doing this. So Jake is like, all right. Because he has this sort of drawl. He's like, all right. No, he doesn't. He does. (laughs) <laughs> he has a draw. He has a little draw. He's like, okay. He's like, all right, we're going to do it. He's like in a Tennessee <laughs> Williams player for no reason. He's like, Ma, when is the, when is the Mechatol Rex going to come by? Um, so he's like, okay. So we, he has this one die. And now we're all standing up. You have your camera no, out. No, we filmed the whole thing. I'll, I'll put it on Instagram if, if Jake is fine with it. Yeah, you put, you put your camera out. I took out a little plate. Actually, I took out because we have a dice. I have a dice tower, yeah. and I was not content enough just to watch the die come out and right. roll. I was like, I'm putting a plate over the dice tower, the so that way it's gonna roll and appear under the plate, and no one can see it until I remove the plate. So then it rolled. Right, there's a pregnant pause, and then I removed the plate. Uh, Jake was actually at this Jake point. Jake had room. already he'd already started he was to like walk down the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> he had pre he had pre poured yeah. a glass of wine, <laughs> and then we. Pulled away the plate, and he needed 
what six or higher he needed yeah 50 chance six to ten and he rolled a three a three and we all went oh and it felt bad it felt i felt bad i felt bad because i actually wanted that not to happen but I wanted as, I also as evidenced by your voting. Right. I also felt it was <laughs> in the spirit of the game yeah. to take these kinds of risks and let this chaos play. Now, you know, also it was my first game of it. I'm also a big proponent of learning games should be faster games. And I was like, he's gonna win if 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 this if if, if you know the game's gonna go longer if if Mercator Rex blows up. And it's going to end. By the way, it's Mechatol Rex, Mechatol, not Mercatol. I just want to let you know in case people are listening and being like, "It's Mechatol." It's Mechatol. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, 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 you know, I may play differently in the future. I may not always just go full chaos, but it felt like that was the right way to play for this first game. And you know, I, there is a big part of me that just goes like, oh, "I hate that card," but like, but I don't that's know if the that's thing just that we're always going to remember from exactly, that. exactly. And also, it was super fun, and it was like, and Jake- it was part of the experience. And you know what? He was. He did have a target on his back and like, and who won the game? The player who kind of hid in last place for almost the entire game and then snuck in with the win. So, you know, would, would, if he hadn't rushed to Mechatol Rex, if he hadn't had the Bills army or this, you know, it wasn't all just total chaos. Like, you know, it was, uh, this is a card that, that an experienced player would know exists is possible to come up. He in fact mm-hmm. did. He, he actually, even said earlier, there's one card in this deck. I sure <laughs> hope doesn't come up. And of course that's exactly it, what came up. And it came up on the heels of another vote that could have caused mass chaos. Right. And I was actually sad. I had a power that could have caused a huge amount of chaos in the board. I could have forced you and Jordan into a, just a terrible slug festival where I was going to do it and I didn't. And actually maybe I should have, but it didn't yeah. matter in the end, but it just would have been fun. Yeah. But, um, but I think to Jake's incredible credit, he saw that happen and his vibe was he totally chill. Yeah. He, he was great. like, it's fine. He's like, this is the vibe of the game. You know, I could see he was like a little bit like, damn. Yeah. But he was, he did not have a tantrum. No. He didn't flip any tables. His vibe was kind of like, well, you just have to laugh. And that happened to me once. I once played the game where I did a whole bunch of stuff to get this like war. Sun. I did this whole thing. I made yep. this magnificent war sun. And then there was a it, somehow a power was triggered. I was not anticipating it. I had to roll a die. And uh, my on a roll of like a one or a two, my war would be destroyed mm-hmm. and I rolled a one. And I'm just like, oh, my entire thing that I've been working right. on for three hours just went right. up in flames. And everyone went, oh, and it was the same thing. Everyone was filming it. And you know what? It was funny. It yeah. was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. It was like, and see, I can still remember that yeah, story. Right. That's you know, what that's remember. what we always remember these moments, right. you know? And even, you know, a few months ago, I talked about how there was this moment uh, when someone we were playing with, hijack the table and said either make me do this for me right, or right, give right. it and i was like i didn't love that move mm-hmm. and yet it's still right, all right. we talk about mm-hmm. you know the game is like great for that and i'm actually really glad you have one of those big moments in the game yeah no and it, you know it's it, i have such a euro gamer brain that it's like i'm predisposed to like look down on random like when i saw that card i was just like instantly i'm thinking of all the people that we play with who would read that card and go like i'm never playing this game (laughs) again and i'm so trained to be sensitive to take care of those players in our group and not experiences like that in front of them that my first instinct is like well that's a bad card this is a poorly Mm -hmm. designed game but it's like 
No, there's like, this is a different experience. This is, and, you have to turn your Euro brain off a little bit. And and this, I do actually believe this is a game where the best player will most likely win most of the time. I think this is a skill-based game. But of course, there is also a chance that the exact one card in the deck you hope never comes up or that one out of a 10 on a dice roll that shouldn't probability-wise come up very often happens in the worst possible moment yeah. and you should have won and you didn't. And there's also a huge metagame that goes on with this. Of course. Game. Like there's a huge thing about extending like through multiple games even. Yeah, it's it's so it's it's I think that really the game is won by disarming people yeah. like like you know in terms of like your presence on the on the right. on the map in terms of how you're talking with people in terms of the vibe you yeah. want to like not be on people's radar. No, it has a real it's poker that, table feel to it. It really it really does. And it's funny cuz you know when you talk about how um, like there's some people who'd see that and be like, I don't want to play this anymore. Remember, I had that experience with Western Empires. Yeah. I had like a feel bad moment and I could not have like the the levity that I talk yeah. about with this game. And I don't know why I can be so chill with a die roll going mm-hmm. awry versus um something in western empires i don't know if it's maybe that like western empires or not enough space lions not enough space lions no, that's an, a common you know what who has space lions mm. imperial steam mm-hmm. people don't realize it if <laughs> <laughs> they're there the just, yeah, it's an expansion yeah. that's coming down the pike i don't know yeah. but like I, I don't know if maybe western empires the way the game looks and feels it sort of suggests that it will be more of like a euro mm. even though it's like Tom was very upfront. Like this is a chaos, chaos machine. Things are going to happen. But for some reason, when it hit me wrong on Western Empires, it hit me so wrong. Yeah. Well, but- you said it well when you were t- talking. We were talking about during the game. It's like a huge chaos moment doesn't matter if you've had fun the whole day, but a huge chaos moment really matters if you've been miserable the whole game. Yep. <laughs> like if you have, if you've had a boring ten hours or an unengaging ten hours, and then all of a sudden you get a feel bad moment at the end of that, then you're just like, this whole day sucks. But if you've been laughing and having fun and enjoying it and actually really engaged and loving the turn to turn experience of the game and the mechanics of building, and then if it all falls apart, it's, you still can't erase that you were having fun for 10 hours. Yeah. And I think that there are enough things to, to sort of like work on by yourself on this game. Uh, to I got nine t- points for my first game. That was I was like Amazing. my goal at the beginning of the game was to get seven points. I was you like, killed it. you did a great job. Well, I, I also I think I got a lot of uh, kindness because it was my first game, and so people were being pretty. Maybe pretty I mean I I could you know from I always find when I play the game. I get lost into the tangle of the technologies of like, yeah. I could go up this path. I could go up this path. And then I look at, okay, what is available there? What available? There's always all these like little goals and signposts or goalposts yeah. that, that sort of show up that I, I just want to get to that I think captures my, 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 my fancy mm-hmm. and ca- just my attention. And it just is, it, it draws me in, in a way that I found, I find that some of the older games not I mean, this game is an old game, old yeah. DNA, but like, you know, where it's like chits on a map mm-hmm. is not, it just doesn't engage me in the same way. Even though a game like Western Empires does have tech, I find, I found that going up that was harder. I think that actually there's one thing I really like about Twilight Imperium is there's a whole system of, you're not just like moving things around on a map and building your technology, but there are these main actions called strategy actions mm-hmm. or something like that. Strategy cards that mm-hmm. you use. And these are like big once per round things and everyone has a different one and everyone can piggyback and you can follow them you and you don't like follow and, actions. Yeah. And, and like mm-hmm. knowing which ones to follow and also the timing, like when are they the going to do it? It's wonderful. It it's just really like it, great. there's like some real brinksmanship there. That's like very, like timing is, yeah. is intense 
and it makes uh, every round exciting. Yeah, when everything you're doing, use, everybody has a huge thing they're going to do. When's that going to happen? I want to follow it. Please do that sooner. And then the whole negotiating aspect is so fun because it's really open negotiating. It's really, and you know what? Like there was a lot of negotiation. You know, Jordan was a big negotiator. Yeah. Like it would be interesting to see this with Paul and Jordan because Jordan, you know, he's a he's a lawyer, and and that and he just he just has that thing. He just he is really good about being like, I'm opening this up for yeah. discussion. Let's. What about this? Is this on the table? Is that on the table? He's like, he was really really good at that, and I think yeah. that also helped create a vibe of like every let's let's discuss a lot of things. Like everything's on the table. Yeah, and I, I think I, I I played the the space lions on the box called the Hakan. Yeah, uh, and their whole thing is being able to trade with anybody. Usually, you have to be in an adjacent system to somebody in order to trade with them. But I can trade with anybody anywhere. Yeah. And so that was a fun first thing because everybody's everybody's friends with the space kitties. Yeah. Because I've got I've got a lot of money. I've got a lot of stuff. I let me give you this. Let me give you that. And that was a fun way to start the game because it really showed me what's possible in in the d- diplomatic part of the game, which is a huge fun part of the game. Which is just like I I really have a lot of money. What can I do with it? How can I leverage it to get advantages? How can I do this? How can I do that? That was really fun. Yeah. It's all that stuff is really fun. Um. The other thing I was going to mention about the game, I, I forget what I was going to mention about the game, is, you know, about about the uh, when I played the the Space Kitties, uh, I had a hard time because no one wanted to trade with me. Yeah, no, I, I got see, iced out. I could see that be a but really that's, bummer group, a bummer faction with the wrong group. Yeah, no, it was the right group. I think that I played the social game wrong on that Ooh. one. I was being a little too like clever or whatever oh no i was just being... sprinkling all you saw the minute i got my goods i went you were good once two for one i'm giving them away just you go, gotta go, be go, super go, go. nice so i think one of the reasons why i'm excited for this to be on a 10 by 10 is because every time i play the game only nine left there's only nine left <laughs> but every time i i always come back with lessons of like oh you know what next time i should play it like this yeah or, 100%. Oh, and i'm always torn between wanting to do the same faction again like oh let me try that Ooh. faction again now that i know them and like maybe try this a little yeah. bit more but i always have all these lessons and then you go you know six or nine months or a year before you play it again and you forget the lessons and i flounder i really do flounder i i've never won i won third edition once randomly but um that was a four-player game it's not the same and i i would love to play this more frequently just to sort of have train my brain to think in the right ways because i get lost with the technologies i want to do all the things i want to like like I could go, oh, I could upgrade this thing and I can upgrade this thing and I can upgrade this thing. And you, and you just, you, if you wind up doing the technology too much and in an unfocused way, right, sure. you're not taking over planets. Well, yeah, and the game, while the game takes 11 hours, you, there's only six or seven rounds in it, which means for the most part, you're building six or seven, maybe 10 technologies at most. So like you have a deck of, you know, I don't know what it is, 30, 40 technologies, but you're not building very many. Yeah. Um, and you really have to yeah pick your strategy very carefully. Um, I think my favorite thing about it is it doesn't feel like anything else like this. I, I just thought it's, this isn't a 10 hour long eclipse. You know, this isn't it's not. this it's isn't forbidden not. stars for 10 hours. This Mm-mm. isn't a combat game. It's really like there's combat in it, but it is it is really about just getting victory points. Yeah. Um, and there are not many ways to do it. And they everybody's fighting over sort of the same routes to get there. And yeah, it it does feel like a race to 10 and, and it does feel like the game is not played on the board as much as it's played mm-hmm. on the victory track. Yeah, it was, um, it's, the games always feel different. And this one was interesting because 
there were lots of small skirmishes that were happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of lots of. I had a lot of small sad skirmishes yeah. wherein I would uh, be just trying to put like one person on the planet, and I would always fail. I yeah. I had I really had so many failures at the set, the last half yeah, of that yeah, game. Yeah. But it was funny. I was like, oh, I'm gonna send my infantry down. It's like, no, Jenny would be like, actually. I'm going to send you back up to space. And it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Right. You know? Um, but the last game that we played, there was like no combat until the final round. Everyone was like, it was a cold war game. Yeah. And you know, like it's so cool. Well, like, because it, like I said, there are so few rounds in the game that if somebody destroys your whole army, it's going to take you four rounds to build it back up again. So nobody wants to risk that because that's the end of your game. So it's yeah. like, everybody is like, doing this cool like not turtling really because you the game forces you to move around and do things in order to get points you have to claim these planets i mean one right. thing in this game is that you have your fleet of of spaceships and there are all these planets and you need to claim planets because the planets are going to give you resources and the resources are what you need to build more spaceships to do right. this to do that and you need to do it and um it's really important to be kind of expansionist but like when yeah. you're being expansionist you're giving up other opportunities it's like there's you have to really prioritize things and that's where i struggle yeah. i'm really bad at prioritizing yeah. things and i i made a a huge mess for myself but that's like part of the fun and that's why it's like you want i want to play this more to get those lessons yeah. in you so, know and 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 you know it is i i do feel like it's diff- way different than eclipse um and forbidden stars although i do think of them as sort of some i think of the games together often mm. uh in terms of like big epic space yeah. games um I I think I I still love Forbidden Star so much. Yeah. Um, I love. I think I love the. There's just so much going on in that game in terms of the card play yeah. that I love. Oh, the love. combat is so fun. It's so brilliantly designed. Combat it's great combat. Um, yeah. but Eclipse is and Eclipse has a really cool tech tree yeah. system that I like. But yeah. I find that Eclipse doesn't capture. It doesn't. It's just not the same no. magical experience for me. And honestly, the, like the agenda phase, the politics phase of this game is really fun. And and, and yeah. in my head, I was just like, no, it's just it, it's gonna not. It, it it's a it's long it's a long part of the game. I thought it was gonna be just a quick little thing where it's like, okay, we all vote if this thing passes. Ha ha ha! Now nobody can do this for the next round. Yeah, but no, they are there's there's they're a big deal. And they well, sometimes they're like time. that. They're big discussions and like it was fun. I, and yeah. I thought that part of the game would be a little more. I actually found that to be maybe the most fun part of the game. really i mean sometimes the um agenda phase can be kind of like do you guys want to do this you can it depends right. on the vibe of the well, table we, yeah we had some crazy ones that kept coming out that were like uh this will destroy three people and yes. the other three people are like it'll do nothing to them uh we all need to talk because uh <laughs> something has to happen here it's wild and like be and flaunting your power is yeah is oh and y- you cannot ignore having votes and, and mm-hmm. the only way to get votes is to get planets and yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a neat thing to like th- when you, when you roll up into the politics phase with a whole bunch of votes to throw around, yeah. you feel powerful. You do. And yeah. it's, it's, and then there's, but there's also like a game and like, how do you do, how do you allocate your votes? Because there are going to be two agendas and you right. don't know what the second one is. So you don't, you're like, do I shoot my load with the agenda number yeah. one or right. do I save it for the second you one? You can make enemies in that phase more as easily as you can make them by attacking somebody's planet. Yeah. Like you can make enemies in that phase. Yeah. No. It, um, or you it, can make friends for life. You could, <laughs> I think that's what happened tonight. Mm-hmm. Friends for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, uh, since this is going to be on our 10 by 10 challenge, I'm looking forward to doing some smaller versions of the game. Like four player, um, yeah. three or four player, which Love sounds it. almost sacrilege no, for some people. Sounds awesome. But I think it's going to give more chances to really like learn it, mm-hmm. you know, 
I've played it. I've played it at three and at four. I can't imagine it at three, but I, I'm down. To it was weird. It. Yeah, it was weird, but it worked. Yeah. I thought it worked. It, it just it didn't feel epic. It felt more like a standard board game. Right. Sure, sure. Felt like a area control board game, but it was. I think that like if we play some of these small, You're, you must be picking two strategy cards each each round. You do, right? yeah. That's what happens, which is actually really cool too. Yeah, that's fun to have. Itself. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really glad that you finally got your first play in of it, and I'm glad yeah, that it was a really positive play for you. Yeah. You know, it would like, have never happened if you hadn't come into our group. <laughs> well, no, I. Well, especially once you once you got the uh, once you bought the game. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm putting this on because. We're doing it in January because my schedule is about to get very crazy and I want to get this. I want to do this. Also, I bought Prophecy of the King during the pandemic, right? which the pandemic is still happening during lockdown. Right. And I was like, I need to play this thing. Mm -hmm. It's still in plastic and it was expensive. So we're going to play this. Okay. It's awesome. Which is why I was like, I don't think I'll ever play without it. I mean, there's, it's not a big difference in terms of complexity and it seemed to add a lot of fun. Yeah. It's such a big box, but it's, it's, it was not. It's no. it's pretty easy to add into it. Exploration is so fun. How could you play without that? Yeah, it, it was fun. And so. I liked my leader abilities, and I'm excited to try more of those. Yeah, there, there's a lot of cool stuff in that box. We're going to keep exploring that. Yeah. We keep doing our 10 by 10. Uh, I've, I've got other games to talk about, but honestly, I think we're both... It was a good start to the new year. <laughs> it was a great start. I mean, what, a big start. And I a love, big start. It was a big, big... That was a big start. Yeah. I mean, we, played, we had a universe. We're starting off January with Twilight Imperium. And that, I mean, that takes over, I mean, that it was kind of amazing just to sit and look at the table yeah. and see all those pieces of plastic and cardboard just I'll, sprawled I'll put up, out. I took a million pictures today. I'll put up a bunch on our Instagram, which is uh, Game Brain Pod. Yeah, and uh, it's also a good reminder to um, go to our Discord channel because yep. we posted up, we posted some photos yep. while the game was happening and you can really just sort of see the sprawl. Yeah, that was you ha- have a beautiful table. I have Thank table you. of your table. Yeah. Thank, I, I bought that table. gaming table. I, when I moved in here, I was like, I'm going to splurge on a big table. Yeah, that's what you splurge on. And honestly, one of the things that was the determining factor of the size was Railways of the World. Yeah, because sure. Railways of like of of uh, North America, like the Eastern, yeah. Northeast, is actually an enormous board. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it. I want huge. I want to be able to play Just this game. Yeah, yeah, I want to play this game on on a table. And I've actually yet to play it on, on the new yeah. table, but. I, I was very happy with how it fit to, uh, Twilight Imperium. No, it fit it. You're, you have the perfect table for Twilight Imperium. Well, thank you. Well, we'll have to use it again. Well, we'll yeah. the next one we'll do at your office, I think. Sure. Do you think it will fit on? Do you think? Yeah, the, it will. Okay. It'll fit we sex. can use side tables. I even put the map on it once to see if it fits. It fits. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. It fits. All right. Well, I think, you know, I think we need some, we, we yeah. worked ourselves up into a, into a lather. We did. And it's been a long day. All that talk of Imperial Steam. I mean, it really can just... Okay, go. But people should play Imperial yeah. Steam, by the way. Don't 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 overlook that part don't of this. Sleep on any game that starts with Imperial, <laughs> apparently, or, or, or Imperium, or uh, Twilight in it. Even. Twilight, <laughs> Twilight, the the official board game of the movie. <laughs> the maybe it's builder, great. Maybe Twilight, like Twilight oh, Villainous, <laughs> Twilight, Twilight Monopoly. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> Twilopoly, Twilight, <laughs> anything with Twilight, yeah. Twilight Tharp. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I encourage anything just twy. Yeah. Twy. Just get, sure. get into it. You know, uh, anyway, everyone, you've been listening to game brain produced and edited by Matthew Robinson, Tom Donnelly, Trey Alsop, and Ben Mandelker. Special thanks to data for our incredible music. More data at gamebrainpod.com And thanks to Edmar Peleg for our incredible graphics. Be sure to check them on 
Instagram at Kerbuloni or on his website, Kerbuloni.com. You can reach us by email at contact at GameBrainPod.com. Thanks for listening and go play some games with friends or make some friends with games. Bye.